Okay, we are live. Hi, this is William Ramsey. Welcome to William Ramsey Investigates. On today's show, I have a very special guest, returning guest. His name is J.J. Dawson, and we've done many shows before. He comes to us from Australia. If you're watching on YouTube or Rockfin, you can see his excellent Substack. Highly recommended. I'll put a link to his Substack here. It's called jjdawson.substack.com. Covers a bunch of different topics. And we've covered a bunch of different topics talking together. We've come in. The last one was titled No One Is Coming to Save You. We covered ESG. We talked about the COVID nightmare from uh, the Australian perspective. And really, one of my most listened to and very important discussions was an article he did, which is the trans issue is not a petty culture issue. It's everything, which is really true. So go, you can go back and look at those. That was our first interview in March of 2023. But we've been wanting to talk about somebody in the news, somebody who's around, and an article that he wrote about Tim Tate. I mean, Andrew Tate, sorry. Andrew Tate, who we were talking in the pre-show, is known as the most Googled man in the world. It's hard to believe this guy is such a kind of cultural figure. And I have some slides, and JJ has a video he wants to play, but we can get more into that. So JJ Dawson, welcome back to the show. Hey, William, thanks for having me back. And hello out there to everyone from uh, wherever you're listening around the world. It's uh, 10 a.m. here in Melbourne. Uh, but yeah, great to be back. Awesome. So uh, you've been writing, uh, you are a very prolific writer, but what talk about what led you to Tim Tatum. Why do you think he's uh, a person of note? I mean, he's been interviewed here I don't know if you've seen it, but like most major alt media figures have interviewed him. It was Candace Owens. There was uh, Patrick Bet David of Valuetainment interviewed him. Uh, yeah. uh, Tucker Carlson, Alex Jones, who like really had almost an adoration kind of uh, interview. Like <laughs> it was very odd, but they have gone out of their way to interview this figure who made his money on uh, streaming. You know, beautiful women. So Cam, cam girl prostitution. Cam girl. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's a divisive figure. Um, and he, he also did that that uh, interview with Piers Morgan, which um, you know mm-hmm. was, so uh, been, yeah. I, I guess, more of a mainstream channel. Um, right. But you know, I mean, I guess the reason the reason I got interested in Tate was, I mean, it was a couple of years ago now. He appeared on James Dellingpole's podcast and I'd actually love to get you two together. You, you need to talk to James Dellingpole at some time. Um, we need to set that up. But um, that, that's when I first heard of him. And, you know, he, he sort of, uh, anyone who's familiar with Andrew Tate will, will, will know his style. You know, it's, it's, it's a hyper bombastic, masculine rhetoric. You know, it's, it's, I guess if you were to take Jordan Peterson and, and, and like, I don't know, <laughs> pump him full of steroids and, right. and get him on crack or something, that's kind of what Andrew Tate is like, <laughs> you know, it, right. it, it's like clean your room on steroids, you know? Um, and, uh, you know, at the time I was sort of halfway down the rabbit hole and, and sort of, uh, uncovering things about the world and starting to understand the way the whole system works. And, and a lot of what Tate says really, really resonates with the worldview that you and I and many others share, you know, that, that the whole thing is controlled by a, you know, an elite uh, of, of bankers and big businessmen and, and NGO types who hang around at the World Economic Forum. Uh, and that's what drew me to him initially. Um, 
I, I suppose what got me caught up in the Tate thing was was his, I guess, the message he directs at young men. And he really did fill a void, I think. When Jordan Peterson dropped off the map, you know, when he when he ran into his problems and got hooked on Xanax and, and had to, you know, drop right. off the map and go into detox in Russia for two years or whatever it is that he did. Yeah. I sort of feel like Tate filled that void, but, but but he sort of he stepped it up a level, and and in many ways he probably poached many of the lost young men who Jordan Peterson was speaking to, uh, and 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 kind of filled them with this this new this new vision, this new drive, you know, and and his his whole message really is is you know uh, you know be strong, be powerful, be uh, you know, perhaps even be violent, you know, and not maybe not physically, but, you know, violent in your thinking, you know, like get aggressive, make yourself the best thing you can be. And and that's really, um, I think, really attractive, you know, to to young men who who, you know, I've said in my writing, we've, we've spent the last few decades emasculating our, right. our boys and young men, you know. So I got caught up in that for a bit, and um, and you know it sort of wasn't until uh, you know I subscribed to his email list, and um, you know started receiving his emails, and and I kind of you know you know when you're getting an email from someone each day calling you a loser <laughs> and saying you know you got to be more like me. You've got to, you know, you're never going to be anything unless you you do what I say and join my private members club and and give me some of your money. It's kind of like, you know, that was that was at the point that I cut him off, you know, and I I unsubscribed from his email list, uh, and and you know, it's kind of like, look, I'm not I'm not a loser. I I know who I am. I I'm I'm cool with God. I know my strengths. I know my weaknesses. I don't need your approval, dude. Uh, you know, and um, right. around the same time, you, you did a, a great episode with Roberta Glass and, and you discussed the current allegations against him, which uh, he's facing in Romania, for which, I mean, anyone who doesn't know, he was arrested, I think, back in December last year. He spent about three months in jail with his brother Tristan uh, without having been charged with anything, mind you. Um, but but the, the ostensible allegation is um, sex trafficking. Um, and, you know, then around the same time, he converted to Islam, which, you know, is, for me as a, as a Christian is, is somewhat problematic. But, but when he does speak about God, you know, he does make a lot of sense, you know, and it's almost like he takes a kind of a non-denominational view. But... Um, you know, so I'm kind of on the fence about Tate at this point. Long story short, you know, I, right. I find I find a lot of I find a lot to like in his message, uh, but I find the way I find him a hypocrite, to be honest. You know, because he made his money off preying on the very same men who he claims now to be helping to save. Like, you know, the lost young incel generation, right? It's like, oh, you know, I want to help you. I want to help you rise up and, and be the, the man you were meant to be. But, but how he got rich was by uh, scamming 
these very same people for money through cam girl prostitution. So that for me immediately is kind of like, well, okay, you're a hypocrite, dude. And I don't feel he's ever properly addressed that particular issue. So I don't know. Um, I'll hand it back to you for a second. <laughs> well, they don't. They don't really ask him those kind of delicate questions, is what what I've found. No, I was no, listening they, to some of those. Yeah. And Sorry, some of on. the abuse and the psychological tricks he plays. Like I don't think yeah. he's 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 not he's he. I wouldn't call him genius level, but he's not dumb. Like I think he knows the psychological games. He understands how to control the women, how to extract value how to put people where he's in the higher position on the pedestal, whether it's men or women. Yep. So he's, I think as a kind of an influencer slash narcissistic guru, he's done doing a great job. Like he's got yeah. these young kids copy him. He's got almost like a, like he's the gang leader and he's got this policy mm. or uh, mm. yeah. you know, uh, retinue of guys doing the same thing. So, yeah, you know, yeah, it's really it's something remarkable. And I suppose in every generation, there's always going to be these men who are going to try to fit into what that generation's ideal is. Maybe Hugh Hefner would be an example. Mm. Like he's a player, so I see him in that same mold. Yeah, but the player, also, the boss, yeah, the player, boss, the boss. He, he calls himself Top G. You know, Top G. Top he flashes all his cars. Yeah, he's muscular. You know, so I think that in that regard. You know, I've got to give him credit that what I don't give him credit for is kind of what he's leaving. I mean, he's kind of plays chess, so he has some kind of intellectual pursuit. Yeah. And if I could just jump in there for a minute, I, I, I've got on my notes here, actually. Um, you mentioned before, you know, like he's a clever guy, right? He's he's yeah. kind of smart, you know, but I've, I've spent quite a bit of time thinking, you know, what's the guy's actual IQ? You know, how smart is this guy? You know, and look, I mean, I. You know, we're both intelligent people. I think most of the people who listen to this podcast probably have an IQ <laughs> you know, uh, in excess of, yeah. you know, hot, well well above 100. Let's put it that way. Um, you know, uh, and you, you do have to wonder about takes. I do find him a bit basic. I find him, I find him boorish. Um, but the chess thing, you know, his, his father was a grandmaster, um, his father was also in the CIA, which we can get onto in a bit. Um, but you know, I, I wonder about guys like him. It's almost it's like I, I, I hate trying to put myself on an intellectual pedestal, you know, but um <laughs> if I may quote Tony Soprano here for one moment, you know, I got an IQ of 136. It's been tested. <laughs> you know, it's fellow, you know. People like us and people who listen to this podcast, you know, we're we're above average because you know we, we like to get to the bottom of things. We we like to think deeply. Um, now, I'm not saying Tate is a is a dumbass or anything, and he's got some incredibly um, incredibly uh, onto it takes on things. But um, you know, he kind of has I, the alt media um, perspective down. You know, he's he's the one going for freedom it's, and understanding. Yeah. And then there's matrix forces out to get him. And that's, that's very cult cultish kind of behavior, like us against them. Yeah. And I wonder with guys like that, is it more cunning than intelligence? Yeah. You know, yeah. it, because there is a difference between intelligence and cunning, you know, and it, I've met 
a few guys in my life who've been very good chess players. And the chess thing's interesting to me because his father was a grandmaster. Apparently, Tate's played a bit of chess. And it sort of, it seems to fit with with his, you know, the way he rolls. You know, it's very tactical, very strategic. You know, he, he can see five steps ahead and he knows what moves he has to make to win, right? I don't know if that's intelligence, though. I think that's cunning. I think it's, um, you know, you can get into psychopathy and narcissism and Machiavellianism, you know, the dark triad thing. Um, That's sort of, that's one way that I think about him. But then a lot of the stuff he says is, you know, it's it's right on the mark with everything you and I and, and pretty much everyone else in the the counter hegemonic resistance believes and thinks i don't think he's an un, unintelligent man but but I, I i think there's a level of 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 sort of of cunning there which yeah, yeah. which which can i think uh you know lead towards you know p- potentially mistreating people um, and yeah, like you said, the whole guru thing, the Messiah thing, you know, like I don't want to be part of anyone's club, you know, I'm not going to be a follower. I'm never going to be a follower. And that's why I unsubscribed from his email list, you know. Right. Um, and it's almost but, like it's you're going to be on the in group, right? So he has different tiers. So you mm. can be on the email and then you can pay and you can go to the PhD. And then there's like what the gold status, platinum status, yeah, get platinum, private yeah. members war room. Yeah. Right. So it's almost like a multi-level marketing thing. Like yeah, yeah. Which, that's why which, that that's why I titled this the temptation of man because to me Tate is like the person, the kind of narcissistic guru who holds those things out to men who are becoming. You know, like mm. you move through puberty to be a teen and you're trying to find your ideal, and here's this guy saying, "I got women, I got cars, I got money," you know, and so those things are like maybe like the kind of not the greatest example of what the, the, the status is for a man, right? It's like all the flashy can, baubles of being a man, but there's more to it than that, you know? So I, I completely, kinda, yeah, I completely agree, man. You know, and there was a time, and we've discussed this before, when I was obsessed by money and status, you know? Um, and I was actually discussing this with my ex-girlfriend last night, you know? Uh, um, that's a whole nother story, but it, like... It, 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 it does, seem, you know, our entire society is obsessed with status and money, you know, right, no. and, you know, Tate, Tate claims to be trying to help people sort of, I don't know, there's just, there's an incongruency in his messaging, which, which troubles me, you know, on the one hand, he's, he's, he's criticizing the big banks and the, the elites who run the world and, and um, I, I got to give him his due. You know, he's got what six hundred million dollars, maybe at a guess. Is that what they're saying? His numbers? I don't even know. Is that really? Oh, well, he's not verified. A, he's I don't know. He's not a billionaire yet, but 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 he he's got a lot of money, right? And I do like he's not. You know, what I do find interesting is you, you can get a guy who's got that much money who who can come out and say, "Hey, look, there's a whole other level above me." Which 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 completely dwarfs whatever I have, 
And, and I think that's an important thing for people to understand, especially as the war against the middle class continues to rage, you know, and, yeah, yeah. and, and they try to divide us along these working middle class lines. It's, you know, uh, I, I've often said to, you know, people who, who post memes and stuff about, you know, oh, you know, the problem is the landlords. The problem is, um, you know, the, the problem is people earning $150,000 aren't getting taxed enough. And, and I'm like, you don't understand. Like, you and I have a lot more in common than than the people who actually run this stuff, you know. So I, I think it is important to note that a guy like Tate, regardless of his riches, you know, he's not actually part of the club. He's not... Uh, no way. You know, not he, he's, he's not top tier. And... and I got to give him his due in, in, in that regard, but um, you know what what's happening to him. I I suppose where the point of inflection comes for me is what, what's happening to him currently reeks to me of a of an establishment stitch up. Um, now you, you and Roberta discussed the allegations against him. And you had a good discussion. And, you know, I'll be the first to admit that he may well have engaged in illegal activities. And, you know, we can. We so there's can rape allegation. Like it's mm. rape. Yeah, I've heard rape. Owen Benjamin said he raped Laura Southern. It was kind of like a right wing. Lauren Southern. I hadn't yeah, heard that. Yeah, that's one. what that was Owen Benjamin. So that's, I, that's all I know. But yeah, so those are pretty serious. There's four allegations in the UK, and there's actually a law firm trying to raise money to sue them. I don't know if they ever raised the money, but that was it. That's the truth. Yeah, and it, it's difficult in these situations. And, you know, as I wrote in my article, um, which you have pulled up right now, the Andrew Tate conundrum, um, uh, Marianne Finch, who's a, um, a, a super skeptical commentator out of the UK, you know, she, her her take is that Tate is is part of the operation. He's part of the psyop, and oh, wow. you know, uh, and 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 you, you never hear someone's name in the news unless they're part of the club. Um, right. I'm slightly. I mean, if you have the most googled thing, it would not surprise me at all. Especially when you see these people, like the eyeballs of the kind of movement of the smarter people are moving off of TV, cable. And going into podcasting or this kind of this format, so it would be no surprise to me at all, at all that Tate, Tate is positioning himself or his handler or whoever positioning him, himself in that space, much like Tucker Carlson is doing. Well, I mean, Tucker is another great example, and and for years I've been struggling with with Tucker. You know, when he when I first went down the rabbit hole, I, you know, I loved him and I watched I watched him nightly. You know, and uh, again, like Tate, he he's got a lot of great takes, but then you got to wonder, you know. Voice and, of and, America. His dad is a freaking agent of some sort, man. He's yeah, definitely part of the state. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't Tucker's dad was in the State Department, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. he was involved in kind of like American propagandizing through radio back in the day. So I think that there, there was the Voice of America was the CIA cutout or something like that. It was yeah, an intel and, cutout, yeah. And we would be fools to to think that you know the the apple uh, does not fall too far from the tree. You know, um, when you see these kids end up at Yale Law School like that, like Tucker and Hunter Biden, who 
I can't imagine that he had the chops to actually make it through there. But, you know, you see the strings being pulled for the benefit of these kids that may not have been the apex of their academic, you know, of the academic and uh, high school career, you know. So thanks you Yeah, right. Yeah, and I guess for us, for guys like us, the, the question, always the eternal question is how deep does the PSYOP go, you know? Right, right. <laughs> right. And, really true, yeah. And um, I, I did a piece called Going Down the Rabbit Hole on my Substack, jjdawson.substack.com, um, in, in which I sort of discussed this conundrum that we face, you know, like, uh, and, and there comes a point where you simply have to say, you know, I don't know. Right, right. I, I don't know. And you, you got to get comfortable with the imperfection of your knowledge. And um, yeah, there it is. Um, but, um, you know, Tate's dad was in the CIA. And so there is a red flag there. No um, however, however, as with the, the current charges leveled against him, it, you, you know, uh, what... One swallow does not a summer make. Um, it, there are coincidences, and and there are some conspiracy theories which which do test the bounds of plausibility. Sometimes the simplest uh, explanation is the correct one, and and this is why I say I'm on the fence. It's it's possible to like I, I find Tate distasteful. You know, I don't like no, the way he made his money. I, I don't like his hypocrisy. Uh, you know, I I got an email from him one morning calling me a loser. <laughs> Unsubscribe. Right. You know, right. like have, um, has yeah. anybody ever researched like the men who have given their money ten thousand or their, you know, house over to him or to these women? Like, is, has anybody really done that work? Like, they've tried to get into his like cadre of females, you know, camsters or whatever. But like those, some of those guys get worked for five, six figures, like real money. It's not a joke. He's he's got an operation going, right? And and it's it he's hardly alone in this, you know. There's right. There are many people who are doing this kind of um multi-tier kind of you know, pay this much, you get something, pay a little bit more, you get, you know, right. pay me lots of money and, and you become part of the elite. And you know, some some people do it on a fairly benign basis, you know, Tim Poole's got a similar operation. And we've spoken about him before, and I've got my reservations about him too. But um, I think, you know, Tate is sort of the ultimate manifestation of, as you were saying, of that guru um, hyper-masculine. And it, yeah, I, I think it's a real shame Jordan Peterson dropped off the map when he did, because he really was the first guy who who properly woke me up and... and um, made me start getting my life together. You know, when I first started listening to him, I was, I was going through a horrible divorce. I was drinking too much. You know, I was, I was almost at rock bottom and, and there was just a couple of, couple of segments from him, you know, um, you know, along. Look, the funny thing is his message is essentially the same as Tate's. Pick right, up I was just going to say that. Like, be dangerous. Your, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pick up your suffering and bear it. You know, which it's it's sort of, but it's just like Tate Peterson sort of um, originally, at least, approached it from a kind of I would I would say a quite a humble perspective. You know, it, it's like accept accept the the imperfection and the 
the, the tragedy of your being and bear your suffering and 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 try to make the world a better place. Whereas Tate is kind of like embrace the God that you are and 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 elevate yourself and, and become a glorious, uh, powerful being, you know, which right. essentially the same message, but manifesting in, in two very different ways. Um, like without I mean, the flash, I, like Tate has the flash, and I would say Peterson is more of like exhibiting the moral character much more so. I don't know what his real background is, like his religious outlook, but uh, Peterson, yeah, is he a Christian? I don't even know. I, I should. Well, I, I um, I feel like I we, caught, we I, mentioned I, that. Now. I caught a podcast with him recently, and it, it it does it does sound like he's he's teetering on the brink of just sort of falling falling over into saying. Yes, I believe in God. I'm a Christian, but okay. but he sort of he 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 reserves the right to say, well, you know, I don't know, I don't know. I act as if God exists. Gotcha. You know, that, that's what he says. Which I know, I'm there cool is a that. connection between Peterson and Tate because Peterson's daughter dated Tate for some some like uh, moment. You ever Are you kidding me? No, Michaela. Yeah, <laughs> Michaela dated Andrew Tate. Yes, there's a picture of them together. Dude. Yeah, so that's that's also kind of strange, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And again, you know, we 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 go down the rabbit hole on that. But um, look at this. Here's the pictures. Here's the evidence. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know how long they dated for or whatever. I don't know. But they were actually dating. That's yeah. That's I mean, legit, that's, is it? There's no question. Let's see. Let me see if I can find a better picture. These don't want to come up. I don't know. My the the Brave browser it doesn't work very well. Let me see if I can find a better browser. I mean the Brave search engine. Um, but yeah, so that's an interesting connection. So there is a void, like you mentioned, the void. So there's a void out there for men. They're not getting it. These things through public schools or anything. That maybe private schools, like how to be a man or act like a man. So these are the different ones, like. Tate is the toxic version of Peterson or something because he also emphasizes, you know, you got to have these women un under your thumb. You can't let them dominate you or whatever. And, you know, that's kind of, that's my end, my take on Andrew Tate. There's videos of him kind of roughing some ladies up. Yeah. 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 There's, there's one. I have to go back and find F it. Physically. Mm. Yeah. Physically, physical video. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I haven't seen that, and um, I admit in my article, the Andrew Tate conundrum, uh, that you know, I haven't, you know, I haven't reviewed the the text messages, but I do point out that it that it's it's it's, it's completely possible to fabricate, um, you know, oh, some a, of those a, things, yeah, a digital trail like that in this day and age. But I did look at some of them and. You know, as I point out in my article, there is there is a gray area between manipulation and violent coercion. So, yeah, I maintain. You, you know, my my position is I'm not I'm not sure I could be friends with a guy like that. I'm not. Uh, there he is. Yeah, I'm not sure. You know, I'm not sure. I would enjoy hanging out with him. Um, he strikes me as a as a domineering uh, alpha who who 
you know, I think he gathers people to him who 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 want to be subservient, which, which again is incongruent with with his message of kind of brotherhood and solidarity. You know, because as I said before, you know, I don't I don't want to be part of anyone's club. You know, I'm not I'm not not interested. You know, I I I, I serve God, um, and 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 there is no human. You know, it's it's. I don't care if it's Tate or, or Klaus Schwab. I'm not going to serve any other human, ever. You know, so um, but but you know, at the same time, I I won't um, you know, I I won't condemn a man without hard evidence. And and the Rolling Stone article, which which you and Roberta discussed, um, it certainly does throw up some questions. Um, however, they they don't actually provide any evidence. They don't even link to any of the text messages. They um, they even admit in the article that the victim, the latest victim herself, completely denies the charges. Mm. And indeed, the um, the two previous victims upon whom his arrest and imprisonment was predicated last December also completely deny that they were ever forced into sex work. And instead, the Romanian authorities relied on the expert opinion of a psychologist and we all we all know um we all know how much we trust experts these right. days yeah. i can get an expert to um, say the moon is green cheese that's, i pay for anything i've yeah. seen just the most joke experts ever yeah exactly yeah and and so what what the psychologist said was well he determined that, that the victims were brainwashed and they didn't know what they were saying and so the court accepted that and upon that i think it, that was the uh the expert testimony upon which the, the imprisonment hinged. Um, so off the bat to me that that's kind of not cool. That's not what we understand justice. That's not, that's not the way we understand justice to work in the West. Um, that said, he is living in a, um, you know, a, a corrupt former Soviet bloc state. Right. Um However, we must keep in mind that that Romania is is desperately trying to to you know ingratiate itself with the European Union, which, as we all know, is one of the engine rooms of uh, progressive globalism. Right. So, so I mean, <clears throat> I don't view the authorities and the the Romanian establishment any differently than I view. You know the current U.S. establishment, the EU establishment, the um, the a holes who who run Australia and New Zealand. I I think they're all part of the same club. They all take money from from the same people. They're all subservient to the the Bank of International Settlements and 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 the rest. So um, as a puppet state of the EU, I'm I'm disinclined to believe that. That what the Romanian authorities are doing to Andrew Tate is motivated by pure benevolence and and a desire to set things right. And let's not forget that this same same global establishment, who who are crusading against Andrew Tate on sex trafficking charges, uh, completely buried the Ghislaine Maxwell story. Right. Good point. Yeah. That, that, you know that was the all public journalism. The exposure yeah. of Epstein and all that was all public journalism. It did not make it out in the corporate media. It's really yeah. incredible. So we have a woman who has been convicted in a court of law for child sex trafficking. 
to no one. Right. She she, she trafficked she trafficked children for sex to no one, <laughs> which, you know, which which simply is not possible. So we all know that they bumped off uh, Epstein because yeah. he was too much of a liability. Uh, whatever conversations happened with Ghislaine subsequent to that, we don't know. But it's it's evident that um, she was incentivized to keep her mouth shut, and you know, Lord knows what happens to her down the line. But right. but it's like you know, they threw her under the bus. She was the sacrificial lamb. Uh, but exactly. but but the you know the upshot of that whole thing was okay. Where's the client list? No doubt. Right? No doubt. Yeah. 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 Uh, we know some of the names. Like, uh, what was her name? It was. Uh... So what's the girl who sued uh, sued her? That's why she went to jail. Oh, um, the, the girl from Australia, Giffrey, Virginia yeah. Giffrey. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, And and I watched that. She, she whole... named names. She named a yeah, lot of names. yeah. And and you know what? Look, um, you know we're all smart people here, and anyone who's seen that testimony. And there's, it's not just her. There's, there's like five. There's a great documentary about it, which was on Netflix a while back, I think. But um, it, it was compelling. You know, it's, it's. I, I like to think I can tell when, when someone's BSing. You know, right, um, right. and you never know. But, but I, I, I found that entire testimony from the various witnesses who've come out against Maxwell and Epstein very compelling. Um. And and it has been buried, and it's been completely shunted aside, and we're constantly being distracted now uh, by. Oh, I mean, I mean, something barely stays in the news cycle for six weeks these days. You know, we. What happened to Ukraine? <laughs> right, it's gone. Incredible. You know, the oh. whole a whole war could be stripped off the face of uh, the media. I mean, it's really interesting to watch as somebody who does not watch or consume any corporate media how. The stages get set into a news, uh, you know, sequence so fast, just like that. Like, okay, we're on to something else, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously collude. There's just total collusion amongst all these things by some deep state entity, mockingbird type entity. There's no question. Yeah. So, so my question is, why, why is this global establishment, which completely buried the Ghislaine Maxwell client list, why do they suddenly care about exposing Andrew Tate's crimes, which even if they are true, I would I would argue sort of pale in comparison to, to the operation that Maxwell and Epstein had going oh, on. Oh, no question. It wasn't just the sex, sex trapping. It was for blackmail. They were putting people under their thumb. Do you ever hear the story of George Mitchell? He was a senator here. Yeah. But they so uh, it was Virginia Giffray said she was sent to Mitchell to you know do the deed with him. Yeah. And guess what happens to Mitchell down the line? He becomes the arbitrator. I mean, this is in the news. The arbitrator for the Israeli-Palestine negotiations back in, like, 2008. No, it's <laughs> off the charts. There's a picture of him with the head of the PLO, Abbas, and Netanyahu, and Hillary Clinton, and Netanyahu's smiling like a wolf. Like, And that <laughs> nothing came of all that. I mean, it's incredible. And that was George Mitchell. That's why they can't look into these guys, because it would compromise all, the whole operation and all the operations. They wanted these guys compromised. This is a full compromise. I was actually talking about that earlier today. Let me see if I can find that picture. They've probably taken it down. There it is. So uh, this is after he did the dirty deed with Virginia Giuffre. Yeah. And this is the negotiation. Yeah, Ross, there he is. Yeah. 
on special envoy for Middle East peace. We've got this guy <laughs> under our thumb. We own him. He had sex with an underage girl. <clears throat> it's all there. They all share a laugh. This is all funny. Like yeah. the inside jokes on this have to just be delicious for like Hillary Clinton and, and Netanyahu. The boss probably doesn't know anything, but like, yeah, yeah, he's going to do everything we say. And, and what came of this, right? Nothing. The Israelis came out on top. Yeah. yeah well, yeah, as always. Yeah. That's one. Um, that, JJ, that's just one of probably thousands of things that have happened where people were turned and forced to do all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we look, we, we are dealing with a satanic yeah. pedophile cult as far as I'm concerned. And, and people can call me whatever, whatever names they want. I no longer care. You know, I, I do believe that's what we're up against. Um, and whether or not Tate is sort of part of some, some mm, revolting kind of sex trafficking operation, which, which I'm, I have my doubts about. Uh, I, 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 I don't think it's on that level, you know. So I mean, look, I'm, if 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 it can be proven that that he has trafficked women and enslaved them and forced them into prostitution, then right. I'll condemn him with the rest because there comes a point where it's like evil is evil. Um, well, how much do you know what his scrape was? Like a pimp, like if a prostitute is with a pimp, the pimp is like hungry for their money like they take all the money and give back what they want do you know if yeah. that was the same thing with, with Tate? i don't know well i mean I, what i keep coming back to and this is why i say i find them distasteful but is that you know manipulating someone into doing something isn't technically illegal i mean it, right. it's a gray area right so i mean we can we can talk about the morality of it all day long um and and this is why i uh, i titled my article the andrew tate conundrum because it is a conundrum yes yeah, he does have some incredibly powerful messages and and he has filled a void like you just said before um however there's you know there is this incredibly distasteful side to what he does and as a uh, as a christian i find his embrace of of islam problematic um but the, i mean that's not even a particular problem for me it, it it it's it's more the hypocrisy of of the way he made his money right. um, it fits into his persona though the very male islam the woman is yeah. basically like a indentured servant or whatever yeah well that's very convenient isn't it you know yeah. it's almost like a get out of jail free card for him now isn't it it's like right. well so I'm, is, I'm muslim yeah that's what we yeah. do what the prophet oh, instructs yeah the yeah. prophet had naisha so like what's wrong with a 15 year old <laughs> <laughs> right I mean, I mean that's probably that's the rationale i mean the muslim culture is very different than christian culture it's very it different. is it, it is and and um and i've got i've got my problems with it not least the fact that they're filling europe and the uk with with young muslim men uh and i mentioned this and in the my... u.s they're here now baby yeah them. yeah well they're, they're they're bringing them over there now as well it's a bit further for them to go but i mean like um you know, I keep saying to people, it won't be long before they're here, but you know, before they start shipping them yeah. down here as well. It'll be in Australia you know? too, no question. No yeah. Question. And in fact, um, um, I heard from uh, what's her name? Oh, the woman who got imprisoned here from from Demo from um, God, what is her name? 
Monica, Monica Smith, Monica Smith. Um, I heard her report recently, uh, or it might have been Rebecca Barnett, who's another Substack writer I follow. But 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 apparently, you know, Australia is held up as this sort of paradigm of um, of protectionism as far as immigration is concerned. But apparently, we we've 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 taken in five hundred thousand, or or we're, or we're planning to take in five hundred thousand, in under the new government. Um, five hundred thousand what from where? Well, from from the third world, which you know, it's it's. Africa, the Middle East, uh, basically all the places that have been decimated by by Western imperialism. Which right. again, and and ta- again, this this is what I find so difficult with Tate. He's got he's got because he's got some great takes, you know. And uh, what's his take know, on like mass migration? Well, I'll tell you. Um, his his uh, take is is that. And, and he's not alone in this. That it's reverse colonialism. Right. So, to summarise it, I think what he said was uh, the the globalists, the you know the elite had no problem um, decimating Africa to enrich Europe. But by the same token, they've got no problem decimating Europe to enrich Africa. So, so his 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 position is that you know. They move the money around wherever they need it. They they exploit one situation. You, you know, it's it's like a seesaw. And uh, the the clip that I um, was hoping to play kind of touches on that. Maybe maybe we should play that now. Okay, let me see if I can pull that up. Let's see. I mean, let me set up the the volume right here. Hold on. Settings audio. Okay. Go ahead and play it. Can you play it? That one there. Hit the play button on yours. On my browser. JJ. On here. Doesn't matter. We don't Turn know who's in charge. We don't know where they are. They're not going to be anywhere near the trouble. That's for fucking sure. There's going to be somewhere else. Oops. Oh, well. I can't hear it. Crap. You can't hear it. <sighs> Try it again. Let me see if I can find it. We want to play it in the browser. I'll flick you the link in the chat. Yeah. Unmute. Unmute screen volume. I can't find it. I don't think it's going to work. Okay. Basically, the, the, you have to like do it with, uh, with like, you have to upload it and everything. It's a real pain in the butt. Do it I just stream, doesn't work on stream. Stream this to you. Have to have a, an actual right. file. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Basically, it, it, there's yeah. something when you start the when you start the stream, and then you move from your AirPod to the speakers. It doesn't, it doesn't flip back on my computer very easily. So that's really what the problem is. So. It's not going to happen. But people can go to J.J. Dawson's Twitter and listen to it. And the title for people in audio is Andrew Tate. The people who run the world don't care about the economy. So you can check that out. He posted it June 15th, 2023. So yeah. Anyway, all, all the links are in my article, The Andrew Tate Conundrum. But basically what he says, you know, the people who run the world don't care about the economy, you know, which and, you know, and right. that, that, that was part of the uh, Patrick David interview in, in which he also said, 
you know, he talked about reverse colonialism. Um, you know, they they had no problem in the 19th and 20th century immiserating the third world to enrich Europe. Um, that's run its course. The bubble's about to burst, and now they have no problem immiserating Europe and the West to to enrich it's, the third it's world. It's going to happen again, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which, Wait till those people start gaining political power and do everything. It's going to be a freaking nightmare. Like here, they have the squad. It's just like a totally different culture. It's not American culture. It's something different. So it's unfortunate. Um, JJ, we're at the 45-minute mark. I mean, how do you want to wrap this up? Do you want to add anything or anything I missed? Yeah, I mean, I guess the closing point for me is the jury is still out for me on Andrew Tate. Uh, much in the same way as the jury is out for me on Elon Musk, or you know, name right. name the luminary right. inside in, inside the so-called freedom movement. You know, because th there are many high-profile figures on our side of the debate who 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 are very contentious. Um, whether it's Elon, whether it's Tate, whether it's Tucker, whether it's Tim Pool, you know. It, there are always accusations of controlled opposition. There are always smear campaigns. There's always dirt. There's always muck. Right. Um, it's par for the course, man. It's amazing. Par for the course. And and as I said in the uh, piece you've got pulled up right there going down the rabbit hole, there comes a point where you just have to say, I don't know, you know, we are the common people. You and me and all of our listeners, you know, we are, right. we, we are, we are the great unwashed, the salt of the earth, you know, and, and we're never going to know the whole truth right so there has to come a point where you get comfortable with that so the jury the jury is out for me i'm i'm reserving my judgment i want to see hard proof that tate's guilty and if it, if he is i'll condemn him uh right. with epstein and maxwell well it's just like uh brand right like that was a hit piece but there's no in-court proof somebody yep. said they didn't exactly. name their name he's a rapist he did this bad thing I mean, exactly. the guy was like a, a freaking Lothario. So, I mean... Yep, and right. Russell Brand is another great uh, yeah, example. Another example. Right. The, the, the jury's out for me uh, on him too. And, oh, and Marianne Finch did a hit piece on him as well, you know, the rebranding of Russell Brand, which you can find on YouTube. And it's interesting. You've got to listen to all this stuff and you get, you you got to consider all the, uh, all the facets. But uh, I think the last um, chat we had was... Um, was uh referencing my article no one is coming to save us and i go back to that you know we got to stick together you know it's it's, yeah. it's us it's us against the world no one no one's coming to save us and we can't put our faith in gurus and yes. and and macho Andrew men Tates. and yeah. strong men whether it's trump whether, whether it's bobby it's kennedy musk. whether yeah. whether it's musk whether it's tate we can't trust these guys maybe they're on our side maybe they're not however what i will say is Tate does have some extremely powerful messages. Please do go to my article on jjdawson.substack.com, the Andrew Tate conundrum. Take a look at, um, there's about half a dozen clips there that, that I, uh, on my Twitter that I referenced from him. And these are some of his better takes from the past few months. There's a few there from the Patrick Bet David interview. There's a few there from the Alex Jones interview. He does have an incredibly powerful message. And, and virtually everything he says is true. And and this is the conundrum I have. His his, his take on um, 
he, yeah, he, he's got a great. Just look at his takes, guys. Two, go to two. JJ Dawson's uh, Substack and check it out. I got to run, but uh, the best place to see and talk and reach out to you is through your Substack too, right, JJ Dawson? I just want to say one more thing, William, okay. and this is okay. this is the wrap. This is the wrap. Okay. Okay. Andrew Tate is the reaction to a feminized society. And we have spent the last three or four decades emasculating our boys and our young men. We've, we've created a gynocentric matriarchal society. You can read more about that in my piece, uh, FIFA Women's World Cup hijacked by fourth wave feminism. And it would appear to me that when you push, when you push a narrative that far, when you test a culture that has been built around resilience, self-responsibility, and striving to be the best you can be, when, when, you, when you feminize that with, with, with these ideas of, of kindness and empathy and inclusion, and I'm, you know, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be misogynistic here, you know, uh, masculinity and feminine femininity have always balanced each other out and, and that is the point of marriage that's the point of child rearing that's the yin and the yang however when you take it too far in one direction you're going to get a snap back in the opposite direction right. we've over feminized society and my closing remark is that when you do that to a society that a guy like andrew tate is simply the stark and inevitable result amen jj thanks so much for your time great talk Come back anytime. Open invitation. Thank you so much. I got to run. Thanks, Thanks for listening, me. everybody. Take care and go to jjdawsonsubstack.com and check them out. All right. Thanks, everyone. All right. I actually really.